0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The
1: Radio. The Future of Radio. The
2: future is funemploymentradio.com.
0: I would really rather not.
2: Um I believe that you need to finish what you were saying and you can't just <laughs> say something like that and then not tell me that. Okay,
0: rest. but well, the problem is cuz I've had just a little bit of a lack of sleep and so now I'm saying things that you're I didn't delirious. mean to. Just ignore what I said. I Just know. ignore that I even brought it up. No, you're bonkers right now. I'm not bonkers. I just, I don't feel comfortable right now. That's more what it is. Which, is would rather not talk a little about bonkers. That. I would rather not talk <laughs> okay. about it. We'll we'll try not to bring it up. We will. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And then available... And then available via podcast All over the internet Wherever podcasts can be found And thank you for finding us We have a ton of stuff to get to today I do want to say this We've got uh, a great interview coming up With Mr. Tom Papa Who's going to be Tom Papa It's hard not to say his name like that I know I didn't want to say it during the interview Tom Papa. Tom Papa. Tom Papa.
2: It just—it really does have a flow to it. It just
0: rolls off the tongue. I mean, it really yeah. does. It's a good name. Uh, mm. Tom Papa, though, comedian, he is going to be here in Portland on Saturday. He's actually going to be in Eugene on Friday, too, if you're down there. But we uh, had a phone interview with him yesterday that we'll play here in just a little bit. So that was great. I do want to also say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentReady.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Because that is a wonderful way to support our show. (laughs) That
2: is a good thing to do. It is a
0: good thing to do today. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be shopping on Amazon anyway, might as well go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that link. Amazon will own us all soon anyway. I think it's pretty much what's going on. That's true.
2: Amazon is going to be our new overlord. They
0: are. We Mm -hmm. love Amazon. Amazon does so many things for us. Mm -hmm. We love you, Amazon. We love you, Amazon. (laughs) Ew, that's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yes, just click on that link. If you don't mind, it's at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right. Uh, so what's going on? So
2: Greg is being a little uh, discombobulated today. He seems a little out of sorts because he was saying that he didn't get that great of a night's sleep because...
0: The problem is that's the second night in a row because last night was, you know, making a Sarah, where, where Sarah is the murderer and making a murderer. That was the night before. Oh, that was the night before. Excuse me. Okay, well, anyway.
2: Yeah, because he talked about it yesterday, so that's, it wasn't last that's, night. I mean yeah.
0: yesterday, yes. Okay. The, the last night before we did this show. All right. Um, and now, though, yeah, okay. Directly last night, yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have a great night's sleep. I'm, I will not lie. Okay, well, what happened? These are this is the thing though. I around this time of year seems to be, seems to be when things start happening at my house. It and is. This is why I don't like to talk about this stuff. Fall but is I not can't. like your friend. I do not like fall. I know. I am you don't. not a fall You were
2: like the. Like, you're the only person I know that actually despises fall. There
0: are so many people here in Portland who love the fall. It's
2: the changing of the seasons. You stop sweating and you get to start wearing sweaters and hats. It's great.
0: Yeah, I'd rather just go straight to winter. I'd rather skip this whole fall segment myself who
2: hates fall like you're broken inside Dave I want to find if anybody else out there hates fall I want to know because I don't know a single other person who's like oh god the leaves changing to beautiful colors are disgusting and you know the, the no, weather because being, I have to
0: pick up all those leaves out of my yard and the weather so. being
2: like tolerable and you get to wear like a light
0: sweater outside oh gross ugh I mean, the clothes, I guess that's okay, you know, but I can also deal with that with winter. I can wear that same stuff and just put a coat on over it. So, I mean, I get to I get to wear the same clothes.
2: In the winter, you're miserable. I'm not. Yes, you are. It's slippery. And oh, it's-
0: well, I, yeah, during an ice storm, sure. I don't do well during that. That's what that. winters are now, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that may be. Um no, but I mean, generally speaking, in Oregon winter, it's not going to have snow and ice. It's just cold. It's brisk. And I, I like and, that.
2: And gray and leafless. Well, it's going to be gray leafless. anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at, I'm looking outside right now. Like, there are like at least like 15 different colors of leaves behind you.
0: It's gorgeous. Somebody's going to have to pick up all those leaves. That's all I'm looking at. Yeah, the goddamn leaf blower people. <laughs> yeah, well, when you don't have a leaf blower person, it's you. Anyway. Uh, you should just get a leaf blower and then you don't have to rake them. I do have a leaf blower. Well, that sounds like fun. No, it's not as much fun as It's
2: probably fun. Now you're thinking about it, you're like, it's kind of fun.
0: Um, It can be, but the problem... I'm not going to get into the leaf section. Anyway, the leaf blower does not necessarily... All right, so anyway, Greg hates fun and fall. I don't know. I don't at all. But, well, yes, I don't like fall. So so the reason, though, uh, the thing is... I always sound really insane when I start talking about this. And there is on our website, if you go to the top of the page, at least right now, or go to our store, we have... A movie that is out, and it's called uh, Nightmare at Nibblers. It was filmed a couple of years ago by our buddy Derek. It is a, I lost a bet. We had to have a ghost investigation of my house, and the problem is there's strange things that have happened in my house over the years. Yes. And I, I do feel uncomfortable talking about this because it does always make me feel weird. And the further we get away from talking about it ever on the show, like, for me is the better because then I'm like, okay, I'm putting distance from that. Yeah. So now people won't It's like won't That was, really like, the know. old me.
2: Like, yeah, I'm not, people that won't was, really know
0: what's going on. That's
2: just it. Like, you're like, it's the old me. I've grown since then.
0: Yeah, nobody will ever know. But the problem is... It comes back. <sighs> strange things happen at my house, usually starting in the fall. And that it, it really is, it's like... It's like clockwork that it starts happening right around now, right around the beginning of October. Well, no
2: wonder you don't like the fall.
0: That's another reason that I don't like the fall. It's not my favorite time of year. I know there are like
2: some personal things and like the the weird stuff happens.
0: Weird stuff. Yeah, just strange things start happening in my house. And I'm talking about strange things like cabinets opening by themselves or um, (sighs) noises or weird... I don't know, just weird feelings in my house. It's it's a strange time of year. And I try to cover this up and not talk about this in polite company because I don't want to seem insane. But you can watch the Nightmare at Nibbler's video and see a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And I live upstairs in the converted attic. Yes, if you don't oh, know Jesus that. Christ. Okay, yes, I've said it many times. But for people who don't know, uh, I own the house in Southeast Portland and I live in the converted attic, so it's a finished bedroom. <sighs> Let me tell you, Fine. I should, do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you what happened last night? Yes, I
2: do want you to tell me. Why don't me what we happened? play our interview
0: with Tom Papa first? Okay. Let's play our interview, and then um. Yeah, because I'll talk the way it.
2: that it's making you so uncomfortable, like, I just, need to know this. I
0: spent a lot of time awake last night trying to figure this out, and I could not figure it out. Really? I, I yeah, I could not figure it out. Okay. And that's what's really bothering me. Logic is seem, seeming to defy reason. I'll. I'll want some advice. Okay, I maybe some. So I am full I of make. advice. Well, you or our listeners—really, so that's who I'm asking for but, advice. I mean, let's oh. just be honest about that. I mean, sure, Sarah, we'll go to you for advice. Sure,
2: you totally trust my opinion. All
0: right, let's play our interview with Tom Papa first, and then we'll come back and I'll prepare myself to talk about it. Tom Papa going to be at the Aladdin Theater on Saturday. And you can pick up tickets to go check him out there. He's great. You've seen him on all kinds of different things. He's in HBO. everything. Like he when- works with Rob Zombie. He works with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon, like him and Tom Papa, are, but they- but, are apparently really good buddies. Um, the guy's just been in a lot of stuff. So he's one of those people you'll recognize if you if you may not know him. Just yeah, because I didn't
2: know his name uh, particularly, and then I'm like, oh, I totally recognize a guy from a billion different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's been in a lot of things, and uh, he's he's really great. And so we he called in and uh, had a quick interview. Just talked about his show here at the Aladdin and some of his comedy specials. and working with Rob Zombie and all kinds of stuff. So let's play it right now. Here it is, Tom Papa on Fun Employment Radio. You're
2: listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
0: All right, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. He is going to be here in town, in Portland. In his human form. In his human form. I don't know what other form it would be, mm-hmm. but in his human form at least, uh, this Saturday, uh, October 7th, at the Aladdin Theater. We are joined now by Tom Papa. Hello,
1: Hello, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tom. We're so happy to have you on. When? What, so, when's the last time that you've actually uh, visited Portland?
1: I was in Portland. I think about two years ago, two and a half years ago, something like that. I played, a club. Uh, I played he, the club. Played the club. Helium. Uh, helium. That's right. It was helium. Mm, and-, and I brought my friend Paul. And brought my friend Paul. And we had great shows. And then went and. Um, Got a lot of Nike shoes that I never
0: wore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is kind of a staple. You have to visit, yeah, the Nike campus out here.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. And the Adidas yeah. ones here too. Yeah.
1: Oh really? Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, 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 went in there and got excited and bought a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, basketball shoes and things that in the store made a lot of sense, <laughs> but then <laughs> I know. when I got home, I was like, my kids are like, why are you wearing? Kobe
0: Bryant shoes. I don't know. I have a friend that works out there and I've gone out there and it's, it's cool because they have so much stuff, but I always feel like such a schlub because everybody out there is so like fit and good looking because they're all encouraged to go exercise the whole time and I just feel like such a douche sometimes I
1: know I feel like someone should take me to the outlet where they sell hard leather shoes
0: (laughs) (laughs) reinforced pants what store is that one (laughs)
1: hopefully hopefully next to a bakery
0: (laughs) well so it's been two years since you've been here um, and you just had your special that came out in last December correct last December then on Amazon and Hulu this year human Mule, Yes. yeah, exactly. Congratulations, that's your th- third third hour long special. Dang, that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. It, I'm, I really like doing that one. That was a that was a good one. I like doing all of them, but this was uh, this was cool. I did it in a small theater in Cleveland, and uh, I was really proud of the material. I thought it was. I thought it came out great. And now I'm moving forward into all this other new material. So I'll probably. I don't know, do another special in another year. Or so we'll see. We'll see how the show goes. The people of Portland will tell me how, how close I am to doing my next <laughs> special.
0: Do you perform any material off your old specials? Or is it just like, once that's done, it's done, time to move on and, and change it up? No, I think there has to be a balance. I know that's mm-hmm. that been kind of
1: a, a trendy thing to say and maybe do, uh, where people are like, no, it's it, man. Once I do the special, I'm never saying those words again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's people that are coming out on a Friday, Saturday night to, to see a show. They don't want to just see me up there <laughs> with my pad. Like, what else is funny?
0: <laughs> let me workshop for uh, you. Let, let me try do. this one on you here.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what the that's what the comedy store here in L.A. or the comedy cellar in New York is all about. That's where you work out your stuff. But you know, most of it is new from you know because it's been over a year that from when I shot it, but. You know, look, there's... Also, how arrogant do you have to be to think that everyone in that audience has seen this stuff? (laughs) You know? I mean, if you're Jerry Seinfeld, there's a good chance everyone knows your material. If, you know, anyone other than him, there's a good chance a lot of people haven't seen it yet.
2: (laughs) So how did you come up with the name Human Mule? Because that is a... It's a funny-sounding phrase, but is there, a story behind it? Well, of course there is, but...
1: Yeah, there was... um, it came off of a joke about traveling with my family I've got two kids two uh, little people who I've made <laughs> and and I'm their leader so as their leader whenever they want to go away somewhere I have to plan the trip I would have to uh, you know actually plan out where we're going because they think New York and LA is right next to each other <laughs> and then I would also have to pay for everything because they have no money or skills of any kind. But for years, I literally would also have to carry all of their luggage, everything that they own. They would just pile on my back like a mule, like a human mule, and then and then sit on top of the pile like a small Peruvian lady, and I would walk through the airport. and And then the story goes on about how now they have wheelie luggage, and I'm I'm relieved of that. So I just I, I always love that image of just being like bent over with this pile of. Your family on top of you as a human mule.
0: <laughs> do uh, do your kids understand uh, like what you do, or like that that you know that you're a public figure and you're a comedian, or are they just they don't quite get your job yet?
1: No, they do. They're they're uh, 15 and 12 now. Oh, okay, all right. So so they're so they're 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 well aware of it. <laughs> Um, but it's kind of like, I think they look at my act the same way when I was a kid, I would look at political cartoons. It's like, you know, it's funny. It's supposed, it's a cartoon. It's supposed to be funny. And then you read it and you're like, what are they talking? Who's Nixon? What are they talking about?
0: (laughs) So so you're basically Doonesbury. What the (laughs) hell is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like Doonesbury. It's like, why is this? Next to the peanuts. It's not that funny. <laughs> I, think <that's> how, <laughs> I think that's how they look at my act. They're like, I hear people laughing. He <laughs> seems to be enjoying himself up there, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. What they do like is uh, when they now are able to brush up against other celebrities and stuff. Like when I. Uh, my values really increased when I did Conan last time. And, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt was on.
2: Oh um, boy. And
1: yeah, that was a big one. It's like now, but it's kind of, it really is. It's such a, uh, it's such an LA kind of a existence. I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to do Conan. Who's going to be on, uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. We'll go. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then another time, and then they could go like meet Chris Pratt. Then another time it was, uh, Who's going to be on the show this time? And I said, you guys should come. It'll be fun. Well, who's the guest? I said, well, it's going to be me and Judd Apatow. And they're like, who? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he's made all these movies.
0: Ah, Forget it. Stay home. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to appreciate it anyway. Yeah, you won't like it.
2: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, what was it like? So, uh, you, you know, you've worked on so many projects as a writer, actor and everything. But I need to know, what was it like working with Rob Zombie? Because uh, Greg and I are both just such huge fans of his creativity, that must have been an interesting experience.
1: Oh, it was the coolest. He's he's such a great he's such a great guy to begin with, he, and he's but he's just so creative. And you know, we were I was just hanging out, and he did two of my specials. And on the first one, I was like, I really want it to look like a film. I don't want it just to look like everything else on Comedy Central, and I really wanted it to kind of just pop. And he's he had some time in his schedule and we decided, well, let's make it together. And we got really creative with the, the openings and the set and the style and, you know, just having this guy that's super creative kind of weigh in and push you and how you're thinking about it. But even more than that, the coolest part is like, you know, when you're shooting it, you have a whole production, you've got all these people there and, and, well, I don't know about the lights and well we, the sound. We might have to make these sacrifices, and just have a guy that looks like Rob Zombie. <laughs> just say to just say to the lighting guy, "No, this is what Tom wants." So make it happen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr.
0: Zombie. <laughs> do people call him Mr Zombie? Now that you said that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he really is awesome and um yeah, we're trying to do some other things together. He's just he's just super cool. Oh man. and you know what's really cool is like he's a comedy fan and he likes, you know. He's he's funny. We did the Super Bisto movie together, that animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked on that together. And he'll be like, yeah, we just hang out at his house or my house or whatever. And he's just, his wife is the coolest and just pretty low-key people. And then you see his Instagram, like two nights after he was eating lasagna at my house, he's on stage in front of 60,000 people. <laughs> just, you know, as a rock star, it's, wow. it's such an amazing thing. Yeah, so cool! That's crazy.
0: We well, you know, and you've done a bunch of different things too. But I mean, in addition to comedy, you've acted in a in a bunch of different roles and, and some really cool projects. Do you like uh, acting more than comedy, or do you have a preference on one or the other?
1: I like comedy the most. Uh-huh. I, it just as a just as a fun thing to do. It's just the energy is right there. It's alive. It's it's you no hassle it's it's just what you write what you think what you say the audience is right there it's just the greatest and it's the greatest show like when you can really dial it in you know if people come to my show they're gonna laugh like every 30 seconds every 45 seconds you're gonna laugh for over an hour you know if you go to a a really funny comedy movie. If you laugh out loud a couple of times, that's a lot, you mm-hmm. know? Right. So just as the experience, I think, is super cool. That being said, when you're on TV and in a movie, it it really makes you seem so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing cooler than saying, uh, yeah, I've got a movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is cool, and to actually see what they do with you know, like you go out and you act, you do your little thing, and then to see what the director and the the, the score and all the other actors and to see with the final product, all of that is definitely creative and fun and stuff like that. But it's just you know, it's not as much fun as the roller coaster that stand up is.
2: Now, do you ever have a problem watching yourself in something that you've acted in? Does it ever make you uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, some t- a little bit, a little bit. I, so we were watching, um, we were out with a a vacation with another family, and The Informant was on, which is a movie I did with Matt Damon and Steven Soderbergh. And they're like, "Oh, The Informant's on!" and they throw it, and they put it on you because all the, none of the kids had seen it. And I was like, "Yeah, this will be fun. I haven't seen this in a while." And I just saw, I saw. I I saw myself faking it in this one scene. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. That was a little, I was a little hacky. You could have been more honest in that scene. And then it was like, then then you go right down into the toilet. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore.
2: <laughs> Shame spiral.
0: <laughs> well, you are going to hear. Yeah, here. but I have oh. to say it.
1: I have an easier time watching myself acting in a role than I do doing stand up. Really. Yeah, like I'll I'll adjust and be able to watch it, but I'm really not that interested in seeing me as me. Like if, I've, <laughs> if I I was in behind the candelabra and i I've got sideburns and I'm in all this paisley pants and it's like I don't know who that guy is. I could watch I could watch him all night, right? But to see me in a in a shirt that I have in my closet standing on stage, that's that, that's a little harder.
0: <laughs> I guess I can see what you mean on that, yeah. It's more, more real.
2: Yeah, playing dress-up versus, like, showing your actual self.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh,
1: jeez, I guess I am eating too much bread.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to be here in town this Saturday at the Aladdin Theater, and everybody should get some tickets and go go down and check you out, because that's, I mean, like you said, it's been two years since you've been here. It is definitely time to go see Tom Papa at the Aladdin Theater this weekend. And Tom, I want to say thank you so much, too, for uh, taking the time to call in here. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for having me. I, I really, I truly love that city, and uh, I can't wait to come up.
0: Uh, what's the best place for people to follow you too on social media? Yes.
1: Um, uh, at Tom Papa on Instagram and Facebook and and Twitter. It's all at Tom Papa. Nice. P A P A.
2: P A P A. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, well, thank yeah. you so much, Tom. This has been really wonderful.
0: Thanks, guys. I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And there we go, Tom Papa right Tom here on Fun, Employer, fun Employment Radio, <laughs> so get your tickets to go see him at Aladdin. He really is pretty cool. Mm. Um, all right, we should probably go on to some...
2: No, I absolutely think that we need to talk about what you were talking about before.
0: <laughs> I think we're out of time. Unfortunately, the interview ran long, and we'll need to...
2: No, we still have plenty of time. That's so funny God, that you say it. that. Yeah. All right, so what's right, fine. going on? I'll just spill it. Okay. What is going on?
0: So, I was up for probably about two and a half hours in the middle of the night last night. Oh, that's not fun. Not fun. Uh, Waking up also in different intervals throughout it. So I really didn't get a whole lot of sleep, at least not consecutive sleep last night. Um, And I tried to go to bed early because I I haven't been feeling that well. Just tired. Just run down. So
2: Tired. Run down.
0: You know, whatever. Just I I needed some sleep. So I went to bed early. All of that. All
2: right. So what's going on?
0: So... uh, and just, just to clarify, set the stage for people who, need, who do need to know, uh, you know, I've got two roommates. They live downstairs. They're nowhere near my room, so there's, there's, I don't have a pet upstairs. There's nothing else upstairs. About uh, 1 a.m., and it was almost 1 a.m. to the dot when it happened because I looked at the time. It was like one o two maybe. I, I was asleep. Uh-huh. I was pretty soundly asleep. And I woke up to—I um, mean, loudly, really loudly. And I wish I had a, something in here I could—I could imitate the sound. But
2: oh, I'm good. But sounds like what is it? Tell me what it's going to be. Here, get like not you mute really quick and tell me, and then I can find something that sounds like it.
0: you're going to see I mean yeah. this is something we could have prepped for I suppose ahead of time I didn't think told about it you well because I didn't really want to talk about it but I guess if you can figure out some way to do it hand me a couple of tools and I'll I'll try to show so I woke up to a very very loud sound in my room yep there we go that'll do it and uh loud enough that it woke me up out of a pretty sound sleep mm mm-hmm. mhm and loud enough that it happened a couple of, ta- uh, like couple of times in rapid succession. And it what? sounded like it was... I thought there was somebody in my room when I woke up. Um, and I'll, I'll do what the sound was here in just a second. And I, I sat up and I yelled. And I looked right where it was because out of my sound sleep, I knew exactly where the sound was. Wait, where was it? Uh, it was... Uh, to to my right. I mean I knew in the room where it was. It's not like not not like a specific spot, but it's like it was so loud it was so like not where the I didn't have to wake is. up and like try to figure out where the sound come from. Like boom, sound was right there. Was it
2: like toward the like the entrance way?
0: It was right by the side of my bed. And so the sound was this. And I'm gonna try to imitate it, but it sounded like someone taking like a like a kettle pot and taking like a metal spoon and like
2: No, up on the top. Not that Oh, Jesus. Like that. All right, don't break that.
0: I'm not hitting it that hard. It's just actually making a lot of sound. So, again, sound asleep, and this is nowhere near as loud as this thing was. Like, it was loud. It was more like three in rapid succession.
2: All right, so So, you have... I'm trying to think of what could make that kind of sound.
0: so that that magnified by at least 5 is what I heard and again woke me up out of my sleep. I sat up and I yelled like what what what? Which if if anybody's ever been around me would I do fall asleep um even if I like fall asleep on a couch or something I startle I, I get startled.
2: Greg gets a uh, Greg's very startly. When things happen he's uh he's not the coolest cucumber.
0: Yeah. So I sat up and I, I just yell. I'm like, what, what, what? Because it felt like somebody was trying to wake me up. That's what it felt like. It felt like there was somebody in my room trying to wake me up. And I look over to my right and it only took me a couple of seconds because this kind of stuff has happened to me before. Where I, I piece it together, but I, I you know, out of my sleep. I'm like, oh, uh-oh, that's not good. And I knew what was going on. Like I put it together. I'm like, there's nobody else in here. That was really loud. What the hell was that? So I sat, just kind of sat up for a minute and then I turned on the light and, uh, and just letting it soak in. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Okay. It's back. But I, at the same time though, I wanted to see if maybe this was just in my head because I always love to be able to like prove these things as Something real, something scientific. Mm. And I'm, like, going through the possibilities. I'm like, I don't see well, where anything sounds, fell.
2: Okay, and it sounds like metal. Don't you have, like, a – do you have a couch or, like, a futon?
0: Uh, I have a futon. Is that metal? The, the, yeah, the base of it is. Yeah, because yeah,
2: that was, it's either like, wood or metal. Yeah, that
0: Could have been something
2: hitting against that?
0: Nah, it's, like, a solid metal. It doesn't ring. Okay. Um, I don't know – I don't know what could have hit it to make that kind of noise. And you heard noise. this more I mean, than This voice. is like, you would have to wail on that thing to make the noise that loud. Like, if you were holding up, like, a, a kettle pot with a bowl in it so it echoes the sound, that's more what it would have sound like. Okay. So to make that kind of sound on a futon, oh. you'd have to wail on it with, like, a metal bar or something to, to, make, that, to make the noise that loud. Um, but I did try to, like, figure it out. So I'm, I'm looking through my room, and I see, you know, I had had some dinner up there because I, I work in my room as well. And uh, I had some dinner. I had a plate with a fork on it that I hadn't taken down. So, like, okay, what if there's a possibility it's an old house? What if an animal got it? What if there's a mouse in here or something? Okay. And the mouse went for the, I'm like just running through the different possibilities, and it went for the plate because maybe there was a little bit of food left on there. And hopefully, there's not a mouse in there. Uh, I don't see any evidence where anything's gotten in. Again, mm-hmm. though, it's an old house. You never know, it's possible. And so i I actually got up out of my bed. I'm like, "I'm gonna see if I can make this sound happen." So I took the fork and the and the plate and I started tapping it on the plate mm-hmm. and like, and then eventually I'm like wailing on it, trying to make the sound nowhere near, nowhere near what the sound was. I mean, it it doesn't even come close. It was just more like a a tapping. That's as loud as I could possibly get it. So I'm like, there's a, there's. One, a mouse is not going to be picking up a fork. And a like mouse is not carrying it. around a fork. It's <laughs> <he laughs> it on my on the <laughs> plate, and even if that were to happen, that's even if it we were to knock something on there, it just doesn't make a loud enough noise. It's just it's just not loud enough.
2: So, do you think it was? A, I'm just going to say it, like a ghost child carrying an invisible pot. That's
0: that's leading to a lot of conclusions uh-huh. on
2: that. Well, what do you think it was?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly it's a ghost child. Well, clearly I feel I feel I don't know, analyze this. I. That's the thing like I was up for probably a half hour trying to figure this out like looking through my room trying to figure out a logical reason for this noise and how loud it was and it seemed to be right next to my bed Uh, maybe actually if I were to pinpoint it, like probably two three feet from the end of my bed on the right hand side and that's that's where the noise was Wait, toward the door toward well yeah it would be in in my room. I know this makes no sense to anybody else, but yeah, so towards the No, towards because the I door.
2: remember from the video, so it's like there. It would be towards the staircase. Okay.
0: No. All right. And um and that's that's what happened. And so after something like that happens and you, I try to figure it out and I like I I'm, I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out what made a noise that loud or how even if something dropped. I have a, by the way a, the the flooring is carpeted. So it's not even like a hardwood floor or yeah. something. There's just I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out what it was. Even if like an animal got it, there's nothing that could it could have dropped to make that kind of noise. That's just weird. So it's really strange. So and you it really sleep bothered me. There's some and so loud then,
2: noise that woke you up, and you don't yeah. know where it came from.
0: Yeah, and then so I I stayed up, and of course you know, what's my roommates upstairs? They they're both asleep. I hope we all work. Um, and not that they would be coming upstairs anyway. That would be that would be really creepy if I woke up and one of them were up in my room.
2: Isn't that just Kenny that come, climbs up in your room? That's only Kenny
0: B. Yeah, that'll do that. Yeah. Ugh, Kenny. So,
2: <laughs> Who's totally alive, wi- by the way. I, did, I totally did not murder him.
0: What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> So I especially would
2: have like gently stroked your cheek as he was asking. He's it.
0: lucky he was out of uh, arm's reach. This was a few years ago and Kenny stayed the night at my house over at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Kenny's one of our friends. And he walked upstairs into my room and I woke up with just him like staring over my bed. Hi, what's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> God, that was terrifying. Anyway, so that's that's where I'm at. This is what happened in the room. That's what – If if somebody can please give me some logical explanations – uh, help me figure this out. I want logic and reason to take over. I want there to be a good, concrete reason why this happened, because it was really unnerving last night, and yeah. I did not go to sleep for, like I said, a couple hours at least after that. And then I, I kept waking. And then, then you, like you finally close your eyes and you just sit there, like, oh fuck, oh man, okay, this is really weird. Whatever it is, the the noise was real, so something. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I just didn't sleep very much for the rest of the night after that. Oh, boy. And I got to go back there and sleep there again tonight. So give me some reasons. Give me some logic. I, I hit don't me. know. Somebody hit me. slash live. You're a live subscriber. Let me know what the reasoning Caleb's
2: is usually the voice of logic. Does he have any suggestions?
0: Maybe he's got some suggestions. Okay. You know, um, maybe. Or maybe somebody can email Radio at gmail.com. Um, the most likely cause is a wall man, somebody living in my walls. That's wall possible. Man. Although the wall uh. man, if there was somebody living in the walls, they would have had to have gotten back to their little hiding place pretty quick.
2: Didn't you say you heard something on the roof recently, too? I did. Maybe you have, like, this whole, like, intricate, like, wall man system in there where, like, uh, there's, like, a buffer space between, like, where your wall ends and where the outside begins. Maybe there's someone just creeping, crawling, like, living around in there.
0: Oh, there's There's space. Yeah, there's space where somebody could. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, when's the last time you actually even looked in that, um, like, in your little tiny doors, like in that attic in area? Is that you never look in them, right?
0: They're they're blocked off with furniture, so mm. they can't. So open. you
2: think, yeah?
0: No, you couldn't open those. You couldn't put. You couldn't push them open.
2: You could have you moved something and then moved
0: it back. That'd be a feat. Because I put some heavy furniture in front of those things. There's two little doors that go to these storage spaces in my upstairs. Rent Nightmare at Nibblers, or or buy it. It's like five ninety nine or something. It's pretty cheap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and watch it. And then you can see exactly what I'm talking about. You can see the layout of my house. It gives you the whole... <laughs> yeah, you get the layout of my house, which wasn't exciting for me at the time. And then also you can uh, see the attic that I'm talking about. You can see the doors that I'm talking about. You'll see the whole thing. So... Nightmare at nibblers. It's yeah, right that would. I
2: would tell you, I'd be to creep the fuck out if I woke up in the middle of the night to sounding like someone banging on a pan next to me. That is not comforting.
0: <sighs> Let's see. Edward says combination of normal noises, things sounding louder at night, and anxiety dreams. I mean, maybe I. I have lived in this house for a long time, so I do know the sounds of the house. Uh, I mean, this could it have been a pipe? I hope not, but no, I don't think so. There's, do you have
2: pipes up there?
0: Uh, there's insulated pipes. Because yeah. you don't have any. I mean, stuff it's the upstairs, attic. There's, right? no, there's no plumbing that's run upstairs, so yeah. there's not much. The only thing is the um, like. There's an exhaust pipe that goes up there, but uh, let's see. Um, Jasmine's saying it could be Keelan outside making noises to fuck with you. Keelan would have to get up on the roof. I, I highly doubt he's going to do that. That's not happening. Uh, Edward says, I didn't think Nightmare at Nibblers showed very much detail of your home. It it does. I mean, you can see several of the rooms and where things have happened. And you can see um, you can see my my bedroom is all on there. Let's see. Uh, Kimmy says, are you sure you're not dreaming it? Do the noises stop as soon as you regain consciousness? Look up hypnagogia. Okay. I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. I mean, it certainly seems real.
2: I mean, I've had that same thing where, like, I mean, I'm it was dreaming loud. and, like, I, I feel like I hear someone yelling or something, and then I'll wake up and it like startle me. And I don't know if it's like, act- I think it's just like me dreaming or almost falling asleep, and then it'll like
0: wake hmm. me up. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess that's something that we could look into. I don't know. Uh, that's where it is.
2: Okay, so hypno, what is it? Hypnagogia.
0: Hypnagogia.
2: Sure, it's the experience of transitional state from wakeful to sleep. The uh, state of consciousness during the onset of sleep. Mental phenomena ter- occur during this threshold consciousness. I include lucid thought, lucid dreaming, hallucinations, and sleep paralysis. Okay. That's probably that could most likely. Well, that be makes that you more
0: should... uncomfortable than it would be just a ghost because
2: you have no control of your yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> because your mind is tricking you.
0: Yeah. No, when your upset. mind
2: turns on you, believe you me Having anxiety, I know what it's like to have your mind turn on you It is not good
0: <laughs> Well, this isn't going to help me sleep anymore So I have to be scared of what is maybe in my room And then scared of what's inside my head This is not a good place to be Yes That is not a good place to be Welcome to my place <laughs> I live here, Greg That's true, you
2: can't, like, relax because you're trying to sleep and you're almost asleep, but then you're, like, getting, like, stress dreams because you're in between that stage of, like, awake and asleep. Hi, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. Craig, another day, another pointless Guinness World Record has been set.
0: I want a Guinness World Record still.
2: You can just do pretty much anything. Just pick something and do it, and you will get a Guinness. Do you remember when Guinness World Records used to mean something? I remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah,
0: boy. No, when you would there. get the
2: book every year, and like you could. No, I, I, I did. Re- I got the. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, of course.
2: I would get the the new Guinness Book of World Records mm. and like look at it, like the longest toenails or the longest. What should hair. I do though? I don't know, Greg. That's up to you. I've given you the platform.
0: You just said you can do anything. Like what? What is? What would be? Yeah, a do anything.
2: World Literally anything. Like this guy, an Italian man, pulls on thirteen pairs of underwear in thirty seconds.
0: Wait, that's a Guinness World Record? It sure is. He got certified for that.
2: Yesterday was a $8,000 crazy teddy bear lady. Today, 13 pairs of underwear in 30 seconds. That is a Guinness World Record. That is in the books. Pick something, Greg. Uh Huh. This is uh, what they deem newsworthy. He put on 13
0: pairs in 30 seconds. An
2: Italian man put on more than a dozen pairs of underwear with record-breaking speed and broke the underwear putting on Guinness World Record. I feel
0: like I could beat that. Well,
2: Silvio Saba. You have to get
0: the jump time down. Use a unique
2: technique to quickly put on 13 pairs of underpants. Let me
0: guess. So he would do uh, like a hop thing. So he'd hop his both feet into the holes. I'm so glad that you're thinking
2: about this so intensely. Um, uh, Well, his strategy involved laying underwear down on a table and leaping to each pair of legs first before pulling them up to his waist. After continuously leaping several inches off the ground, uh, Saba successfully placed all thirteen undergarments on his waist and raised his hands in triumph. I mean, wow! If that is an accomplishment, what is? And that's something
0: to write home about.
2: Yes, well, um, Saba has claimed the thirty-second record for an individual. There are separate categories for different time limits, and participating in a team of two—you're an underpants putting on a team of two. That's like Wait, a, weird life, that's that's a weird life goal. That's a weird life goal
0: because that means they practice that.
2: Yeah, they're practicing like putting on underpants.
0: Yeah, that seems strange.
2: I mean, that does seem a little odd. Uh, no, no, ju- no, total judgment. I was going to say no judgment, but total judgment. Like, so, so that's the thing. I mean, like, okay. pick some random thing that you want.
0: Okay, I'm looking this up here because Courtney just, uh, just said you should try to get the Guinness World Record for the longest podcast. And just a quick Google search. I'm only seeing that the longest, we the longest uninterrupted live webcast is 41 hours. Ooh. We could be 41 hours.
2: I don't want to do that. I could
0: talk for two days. get me going? Lack of sleep? Throw in some guests coming in here? A lot of coffee? I mean, I'd be absolutely insane by the end of it. But I could talk for two days. I don't want to do that. Why? We would be a Guinness World Record holder. Sarah? We'd be in a book. A book that... We'd have a prestigious with award. A guy,
2: with a guy who puts on underwear fast.
0: It's a prestigious award. It doesn't mean award. what it
2: used to mean.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. That got beat. This can't be right. What?
2: How long is it?
0: Oh Okay, maybe I was wrong. This says 150 hours. Yeah, fuck that. Well, how can it be 100? There's no way this person stayed up for 150 hours.
2: Well, they always have like those things where it's like, and they could take like two hour naps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think you literally have to stay up
0: for... Longest, okay, the longest live stream of audio only, 52 hours. Okay. That's, that's a little more achievable.
2: That's not achievable. That's two and a half days.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I, I really don't care. There are a
0: lot of people in the chat who don't believe in us and also say this would be a bad idea. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I think this might be something that we have to do. That
2: is absolutely... Good luck with that. I'm not doing that. I'll
0: step for two days straight and we'll use it to uh, help fund uh, our trip to Ireland, which is going to be happening this year. But you're not getting any of the funds if you're not going to help me out.
2: Well, it's going to be hard for you to do, you know... Our show without me there.
0: If I can do two and a half days of talking nonstop,
2: you don't need me. <laughs> I'm sure it would just be all quality content too. All
0: quality. Two and a half yeah. days of quality content.
2: Jesus. Just you yammering for two and a half days. That sounds like the worst.
0: Well, actually, by the end, I think it'll all be pretty crazy. It probably will be some inter- interesting content. Nothing else. Like is for like scientific study wise.
2: All right. Okay, are we ready to move on? Sure. Okay, have a story out of Japan. Oh, these kooky Japanese shenanigans. Uh Oh. A trio of Japanese porn stars are now set to star in a bizarre new theater show where they break wind in front of the audience. Oh, geez. This is apparently something that's very popular in Japan. I did not know this. So uh, they're adult film actresses, uh, blah, 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 blah. um, So they're launching the program called Let's All Hear Beautiful Girls Fart Together.
0: That's the name of the program. (sighs)
2: It's called Let's All Hear Beautiful Girls Fart Together at the...
0: Dot com. Does anybody have that?
2: (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Please don't look that up. Uh, This is happening in Tokyo. So this is not the first time that the trio of adult film actresses have tried to break wind on demand after they appeared on the Japanese channel Paradise TVs. So, okay, Japan's weird. I'm
0: yeah, assuming. oh, I think we know that.
2: Well, I think we know that because uh, there, so there's a Japanese television channel called Paradise, Paradise TV. Uh, there is a TV show on there called The Fart Program. God. So the organizers of uh, let's hear let's all hear beautiful girls fart together. Um, they Sarah, want to that make-
0: URL is available.
2: <laughs> Do not <laughs> spend any money on that.
0: I mean, at this point, what if somebody else does, you know, and they make money off of it?
2: Please don't buy that.
0: <laughs> all right. So, no, the organizers- because as a matter, as a what? For public record, I don't want my name attached to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's all your beautiful girls fart together. Dot com? <laughs> <.org. laughs> UK. All right. Uh, so the organizers of the show, again, these uh, three adult film actresses, um, said that they created this because they, quote, want to bring joy to Japan's 120 million, <laughs> 120 million fart fans.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And to test the limit of their intestines. Uh, that, tickets Oh, cost-
0: like, who is going to this? So it's a bunch of...
2: Tickets cost 20 pounds, but um, also the showrunners have warned customers to be aware uh, that they could be disappointed, stating that depending on the physical condition, it may be impossible for the girls to fart, no matter how hard they try. Ugh, that's
0: but so variety gross. has
2: also been promised, with advertisements promising... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so fucking crass, but it is the I don't even need thing.
0: to. Do we need to read exactly what it says? Have we, have we heard enough of it?
2: Let me just. Can I just read the, the advertisement? The show promises farts while wearing street clothes, farts while wearing swimsuits, and farts while wearing cosplay outfits that will stimulate your sense of sight and smell. The show oh, takes place gross. in Tokyo uh, on October 21st, and tickets are available in advance or at the door. Uh, the art of breaking wind for the audience is known as flatulism and has been popular since as early as the fourth century. Now, did you know that flatulists would often break wind to create a rhythm, and the practice became very popular in medieval Ireland? What? Yeah. We're all learning something today.
0: Not things I want to know. Some <laughs> things are best left in the past. In medieval Ireland? There's a Ireland? reason we evolve.
2: <laughs> all right. And I do have one more story. Thanks to our buddy Dave, who's was when I saw him post about this today, and then I quickly found it. A Wyoming man who has been accused of public intoxication allegedly told police that no 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 he's not intoxicated he in fact has traveled from the year 2048 to warn mankind of an impending inv- invasion by extraterrestrials he has traveled <laughs> he has traveled from 2048 back to 2017 to warn us all about the extraterrestrials that are coming.
0: That's good for him. That's a that's a hero. Well, Bryant Johnson, that's, what we're talking about.
2: that's this young man, he issued his warning to Casper police uh, this past Casper, week. Casper, Wyoming. Casper, Wyoming, after officers were called about the man and his, and his message that he had to tell everybody from the future. Um, Bryant Johnson, who police say smelled of alcohol and spoke with <laughs> a slightly slurred speech, told officers, "Quote: The aliens were coming next year, and we need to make sure to leave as fast as possible."
0: Aliens are coming next year, Get out are of here. So they're coming the next year.
2: Next, they're coming in 2018. So, so why is
0: oh? So he's given plenty of time. So he's
2: giving us warning. So according to the report, he didn't specify an exact date for the alien's arrival, just said sometime next year. He refused to speak with nurses or doctors and instead insisted to meet with the president of Casper.
0: The president of Casper, Wyoming. (laughs) Okay.
2: Uh, So when asked how he was able to travel through time (laughs) from 2048 to now, he and uh, Johnson informed officers that uh, the aliens filled his body with alcohol.
0: (laughs) That's a great excuse, because who can dispute it, you know? I didn't, the aliens did it to me. He
2: said then the aliens had him stand on a giant pad, which transported <laughs> him to the year 2017, though he said he was supposed to be sent to 2018 when the aliens were coming.
0: This is like a real-life version of like the, the Kate McKinnon alien uh, oh, abduction yes. thing, which she did a new one, because Ryan Gosling was back on. I
2: want to watch that.
0: It's, I watched it. It's amazing. It's Kate McKinnon. She is amazing. She's a national she treasure. Is, she is a national treasure.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, well, Brian Johnson, who was allegedly found with a blood alcohol content of 0. .14, was eventually transported to a detention center without further incident. No word on how he's going to get back to 2048.
0: Man, yeah. So he's stuck here now, and nobody believes him. So he's going to get abducted by the aliens. Clearly, he made it away from the aliens yeah. last time to make it to 2048. That was really
2: nice of him to come back, though. How old is... is Bryant Johnson? It doesn't
0: say how oh, old it's Bryant. Bryant. Bryant Johnson. Not Brian Johnson like no, ACDC. Bryant. Isn't. Bryant, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, it doesn't say how old he is. I mean, and what's an age if he's like from, you know, 2048 and now it's 2017? Like, did he reverse age? Is he the same age?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Like, but I mean, he'd be definitely survive. With time travel. What do like, they want with Casper Wyoming?
2: So like with time Why travel. Why would they want to go to there? So if he's like, let's say 30 in 2048, would he still be 30 when he comes back in 2017?
0: What do you mean? Why wouldn't he be?
2: Because he's going back in time.
0: Sarah, have you not read enough about time travel? No, he would still be the same age. What would be weird is the well, the butterfly effects, but also that he would encounter himself at a younger age. If he was thirty, well, or he maybe wouldn't even be born yet. It was twenty forty eight oh, okay. and he was just thirty, he's not even born yet. It's Think very about confusing. that one. that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. Well, either way, did they evacuate the town? What did the president of Casper say? The president
2: of Casper did not exist, so he was unable to talk to the president of Casper, but he was taken to the detention center. Uh, No word on how he's going to get back, but I will keep you
0: posted. Oh, boy. And watch out for aliens. That, my
2: friends, is your world of crazy.
0: I just find it hard to believe that aliens would come all the way across the cosmos, and they find them all the way here, and they go to Casper, Wyoming.
2: I mean, why that's not Casper? Well, why not, is Casper not good enough? I would love
0: to go to Casper. Actually, I, I really as big as uh, you know, I really want to go back to New Mexico. I want to hang out in New Mexico. I bring it up all the time. But Wyoming is now. Rapidly I thought you wanted to go to Albuquerque. Albuquerque. What do you think Albuquerque is? It's
2: in New Mexico.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, that's good job. Is it? I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let that be a mystery for you to try to figure out, try to solve. No, Wyoming is another place that I really want to go to now. So there's nothing wrong with Casper, Wyoming. That I know of. Except for that it's gonna be invaded by aliens.
2: It is in New Mexico. Are
0: you googling that right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. Well, we could fill up probably six hours of our Fifty-four hour broadcast of just asking you where places are. <laughs> <laughs> What's the capital of Bogota? How do you say it?
2: Bogota, 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 Bogota.
0: I'll just leave it at that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I um, I think we've probably done enough work. Have today. we? Yeah. Have we? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I've.
2: I get to go to my cater waiter job today. Aren't you super excited for me?
0: Good for you. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, I do want to say though, there's something going on tonight. Yes. Which is pretty cool. So, if you know the band Dead Moon, which is a legendary band here from Portland, Oregon, uh, they are having a Dead Moon Night at City Hall here in Portland tonight.
2: So they're basically dedicating October 5th as Dead Moon Day
0: which is awesome which
2: is super rad and uh, our buddy Matt um, Matt Loomis his brother Andrew was actually the drummer um, in Dead Moon and so uh, Matt's gonna be down there and uh, like they're gonna be like m- there's music and drinks and food Caps is a part
0: of it yeah. yeah it's deadmoonnight.com so I'm planning on going down there for a little while and hanging out and just checking out what, what's going on it's nice something like original like I hate to use the word old, but old Portland. That's yeah. being celebrated. I mean Dead Moon is that's Portland. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. So deadmoonnight.com. And uh, I think it's 6 p.m. to nine p.m. And then I think there's an after party at Dante's after that too.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come out as soon as I'm done with work.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll be down there as well. Dead Moon Night. Yeah. Dot com.
2: <laughs> Dot com. Dot com.
0: <laughs> I was putting my fist in the air. when I Yeah, heard. I know. I, I know. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120.
2: Portland Podcast Festival coming up on December 2nd. And holy shit, I feel like we are in over our heads. Nope, not at all. <laughs>
0: Portland Podcast Festival. We are so excited for this. So December so 2nd, excited. Uh, we have a lot of information that's going to be coming out about it. But mainly we wanted to get every, that out there for everybody to save the date. Tickets are going to be going on sale, I believe, next week. Uh, we're going to have uh, start announcing what shows are going to be part of it. And also, if you have a podcast, maybe, well, I'll leave it at that. We'll reveal things later. Mm-hmm. I think Sarah just gave me the look of I was revealing too much. Don't ever reveal too much. Craig. I was revealing too much. You're the over talker. The Oversharer. Am I the one rambling right now? No, no, it's me. <laughs> I'm bad. I, I, I better stop. It's like when I was talking to Weirdo. I like you so Weird much. You're <laughs> like you forever. You know you're cool, right? <laughs> uh, you remember that one album? Anyway, thanks so much, everybody. Uh, tune into digitaltrends.com at 2.30 p.m. Pacific today to watch me on Trends with Benefits. And we'll Yay! see you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs>
2: There it
0: is. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.